Hey there. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is the Side Quest Live, a very special edition of the Side Quest Live because um, it's just me, Dolly Domofsky. Uh, it is Thursday, and uh, the reason you're just getting me right now is because uh, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be out of town this week. Actually, I'm out of town for a week. I'm going to Japan, not for TGS. I just finished um, for other work-related things. So I figured let's get a show in on Thursday because that might be kind of fun and uh, get some some news in. But when could I do it? Uh, I don't want to do it too late because my Detroit Lions are playing right now. And I can't tomorrow. I don't want to do it Friday because I'm going to the Detroit Tigers game. I figured let me do it Thursday during halftime. So while halftime is going... Uh, of the Thursday night football game where my Detroit Lions are obliterating the Green Bay Packers. This game, my Detroit Lions are here. I figured let me hop in with just a little bit of um, magic from the world of gaming because there is um, there's stuff to talk about. And uh, yeah, I figured um, we can we can do a quick share. It'd be a quicker episode today. Because uh, it's just just me, the lonesome dove. Uh, anywho, let's get started. I think um, maybe a good good spot to uh, to start with is the news that just came out. Oh, for, oh before all that, let me rewind a little bit. Um, kids, uh, I don't understand all the um, lingo that kids use these days. And the latest being sauced. And I say that because <clears throat> I heard you got sauced for the first time this past weekend. Never heard that before. You got sauced. And it was uh, my buddy, his two sons came over. Um, I think they were like 11 and 10 or something like that. <clears throat> so he came with his boys to play Mortal Kombat, more MK1 on the PS5. They brought their PlayStation 5 with them. And uh, they wanted to they wanted to play... Mortal Kombat and tried. I hadn't played the new one, but they just picked it up like the week before. Oops, picked it up like the week before, or a few days before, and wanted to play against me because they knew I was the gamer. I'm the cool, I'm the cool old gamer dude. I can't believe I've been relegated to that, by the way. And so I figured, okay, let's um let's do that. Let's uh let let's play some Mortal Kombat 5. So the boys are playing, and uh they're you know, obviously they've changed some of the movesets, but uh, they said, "All right, uh, Uncle Dolly." They call me Uncle Dolly. Uncle Dolly, do you want do you want to play now? I'm like, because they've been they've been wanting to play against specifically me because I have all the history. I mean, their dad played Mortal Kombat years for years and years. So, uh, I'm like, all right, fine, I'll play. Whatever, I'll play again. Haven't touched this Mortal Kombat yet. My first time playing, and they've already unlocked a few of the characters and gone through the story mode, and <clears throat> they're learning fatalities and all the extra stuff. Um. So I went with my go-to, which is Baraka, and they're laughing at me. Baraka was my guy in MK2. Um, that's who I lived on because his little, you know, the chopping uh, was my way. It was my get-out-of-jail-free card back in the day, back in the 90s. Whenever someone would jump attack or try to try to lunge at me, that was the move I would use. <clears throat> so I'm like, I will do Baraka. And they're laughing at me. Man, Baraka's no good. You're going to get sauced. You're gonna get sauced. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, whatever that means. You're gonna get sauced. Um, 
So let's let's start. So the boys are they're beat they beat up their dad like in several rounds, and I, they give me the controller. It's my PS5 controller, but they're PS5. So I'm you know using my controller playing the game, and and uh, he's just he's kind of wiping me out pretty quickly. <laughs> All right, eleven year old who's been playing this for like a week straight, and me not touching this thing, and uh, I see my health bar, and my health bar is down to like an eighth. Of a, of, of a full bar and his is almost full and he's yelling at me he's like jumping up and down he's like you got sauced you got sauced i'm like oh okay i i, I don't know what that means but i guess that means I'm, I'm i'm about to get beaten um you got sauced I'm like all right okay cool so uh he goes in for attack and at that point i had remembered some of baraka's moves um and they obviously again they changed a bunch so i Chop, 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 chop. And he gets chopped up. I'm like, all right. He backs away a little bit. He comes after me again. Chop, 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 chop. Gets chopped off. And all of a sudden, his health bar just keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking and shrinking to the point where, lo and behold, I beat him that first round. And he's, remember, he was jump, jumping up and down yelling, you got sauce, you got sauce. Um, that uh, I won that first that first round. So he starts to get a little nervous. And then um, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta even this out a little bit. I can't be the bad, the bad old dude. So I let him kind of. I mean, I, again, I only had like an eighth of a, a health bar left. Now at this point, I was like down to like millimeters. That's how you can tell I have an engineering background because I said millimeters instead of uh, half an inch. So he, uh, I let him beat me down, you know, or take off that life, and he's jumping up and down. Yeah, you got sauced. You got sauced. He did. I don't know. I think he was. Um, Cyrax, or no, he was Scorpion. Scorpion, you got sauce. I'm like, no, he was Kung Lao. I'm like, all right, cool, I got sauce. I'm like, all right, let's go again. Next round, final round, right? Round three. Um, I obliterate him, I obliterate him to the point where he doesn't get one hit on me. I just wipe down his health bar, and he's like, ah, oh, oh man. And at that point, I put my controller down. And I stood up and I looked at him and I pointed like any 44-year-old dude would do to an 11-year-old boy and yell, you got sauced. So there you go. My proudest moment as an adult yelling, you got sauced to a kid. Um, Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, it, was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. There I go. Bragging about beating fatalities on children. Actually, I didn't know how to do the fatality in uh, in this game yet. So, um yeah, yeah, it is very adult. I'm yelling, you got sauced. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll probably play that game again. It was, it was pretty good. P it looked gorgeous in the PS5, by the way. So that's not a review. That was just me talking about it. A uh, couple quick quick notes of interest before the second half of this game starts. Um, <clears throat> probably the biggest news of the week is that our friend and your idol... Jim Ryan, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is retiring. Um, what? How would you, huh? The dude who's been at the center of this whole Activision Blizzard PlayStation love triangle decided to uh, to retire. Um, he, he posted uh, uh, information, you know, his kind of take on it. Sony posted their sort of the, the summary. But eventually, essentially, he's saying that, yeah, he's been at PlayStation for 30 years, just has to travel. Travel, 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 uh, and you know, thirty. If he's been there for thirty years, he's he's not young. 
Um, he's dudes like in his probably late fifties. I'm going to assume if not later, early sixties, I don't know. Uh, that is enough to, um, you know, if you got a family and you got to retire and it's, it's a good time. In fact, um, to be honest, I don't, you know, CEOs that are in their late fifties, early sixties, that's probably the limit of any CEO, right? You should probably start thinking about that time frame. Um, anyways, so. Uh, let the young blood in and it took a toll on him. You know, he had to travel. He basically lived. He said he lived, uh, you know, on three different continents, you know, four, four weeks out of every month. So yeah. Hey, I, again, I'm not, I, I'm, I don't, I don't like CEOs, but um, that's uh, definitely something that uh, you can kind of, kind of relate to. He was whatever he is, what he is kind of, kind of started sinking Sony ship PlayStation ship after a little while, but um We'll make it through. We'll make it through a Sony. Uh, in terms of, yeah, you can see the CEO, CFO, Hiroki Totoki will be taking over in April, temporarily, right after Jim Ryan retires. And uh, they're going to kind of commence looking for a full-time CEO to replace. But yeah, uh, Jim Ryan leaving. Maybe under his own will. I don't know. Um, next, Epic is laying off a lot of people over 800 it's probably closer to 900 i heard uh, a big 16% of staff selling bandcamp it's super awesome um it's being those, why do they ever buy bandcamp i don't know they remember they the whole 2020 2021 time frame was mergers and acquisitions just nonstop everyone just throwing stupid money out there and it kind of bit them all in the butts now a couple years later so Really just sucks. I know the Fall Guys team was decimated, apparently. A bunch of other teams were hit pretty hard. <clears throat> um, 800 people, more than 800. That's not, a, that's not a small number. That's a lot. That's a lot of, you know, 16%. That's, that's a lot of friends that you're losing. Everybody's losing. So really kind of a, a bummer. Um, so everybody losing their jobs and just makes you, makes you just feel bad. And it's always like you have uh, – Here's here's me speaking for the people, um, the folks who are making the financial decisions uh, seem to always stick around, even when those decisions go bad. But the people that are doing the work, the folks in the trenches are the ones that are always let go, even though they're the ones doing the actual work. So uh, I don't know. Um, Either way, uh, it's not uh, it's not good news. It sucks, and uh, yeah, we wish all those folks um, all those folks well. Uh, finally, um, someone else who's leaving their job is uh, Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya is leaving Platinum Games. Uh, dude made made uh, Bayonetta. Um, he said it was his decision after a lot of consideration based on his own beliefs. I don't know what that means. Um, I, I mean, he's. Sounds like he's leaving on his own, but maybe there's some stuff happening in Platinum Games that we don't know about. Uh, Kamiya was, uh, he's super well known for blocking people on Twitter. Uh, maybe that's what tipped him over after Twitter became X. You know, he, he couldn't block people the same way anymore. Because um, Elon said you can't really block people like that anymore. But uh, no, it, yeah, I curious if he's just going to be starting up a new company and, uh, and doing his own thing again, um, which lets you as a creator, <clears throat> you know, platinum went from being a spin-off 
of like a bunch of platinum folks were at Capcom. I think that's how the story goes, right? They were at Capcom. They kind of spun off and became their own thing. Started doing some cool projects, still helping Capcom and other companies, but and Nintendo and everybody else. But uh, when you start to become a f- sort of second party, third party mix, and you're you're make I don't say you're doing the bidding of others, but you're you're doing things for other companies instead of kind of doing your own. That can that can kind of weigh down on a creator a little bit. And, you know, you want to kind of make your own stuff, and maybe that's the the difference between where platinum doing the hand thing between where platinum wanted to go and where he wanted to go. Maybe he just wants to be more of a, of an independent creator. Um, good for him. Uh, but again, I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. So, but, uh, that's an end of an, an end of an era there because he was a big face for, for platinum games. We'll, we'll see where things go for him and for platinum after that. I'm sure platinum will be fine, but uh, I'm going to be curious to see where he heads to next. So, yeah. All right. Now, apparently there's stuff happening in the game, the Lions game, so I'm going to have to speed this sucker up. It's been 13 minutes already. <clears throat> I'm playing a, I'm playing a game. I'm playing a couple things. First, I'll talk about fun little game that I'm playing. I'm going to share this right now. I talked about it a little bit at uh, that I played it at PAX, um, and I'm really enjoying it now here. And the game is called Pizza Possum. And Pizza Possum is um, a silly, fun little game. It's Cozy Computer, and Raw Fury is the publisher. Uh, and I talk about it, Pax. Really, you are a little possum. You're running around. You're trying to get food. You're hiding. I mean, this it really is this, this simple to understand. It's kind of like an Untitled Goose game. Um, it's in that genre of cozy, cozy uh, action games, right? And I mentioned before, you're being chased by the the puppy police, the cop, the cop dogs. Um, and your whole goal is to just eat as much food as possible. So there's you're, you you want to eat all the food that you can and open up all these, so there's the crowns there. So open up all the, the areas, all the zones in each of the regions that you're in. So you can find the crowns and go from there. The cool thing that this game has that <clears throat> the demo that we played back at PAX Easton is the co-op action. Co-op stuff is really cool. I'm going to have to keep playing this, uh, which um, I've only briefly touched the co-op, but um, I've been playing mostly, almost exclusively single player. It's just a fun, silly, it's only like two to three hours total. So I don't want to say there's a ton of content because there's not, but that's not the point of these games. Untitled Goose Game game wasn't about like having hours and hours of, of content. It really was just go and have a stupid, silly, fun time. That's what this game is. Hide in the, hide in the bushes. When the when the dogs come near you, when they start moving away, go out and steal some you know steal some food, inhale the food. Uh, it's just it's just real simple. Look at you just rack up points and stuff and and get the keys to open gates. I mean, there really isn't a lot a lot to go into it, but uh, it's it's just a very simple, fun action game. Um, great for kids. Like at PAX, I saw four and five year olds playing this and loving it, and. Uh, um, me as a 44 year old and almost 45 year old. Um, I love it too. It's just, it's just, just a fun, simple little game. Uh, I mean, this is, that's as best of the review I can give you controls. Real, it's exactly what you think this is. It's not going to be the greatest game ever made, but it's not trying to just being a, a fun time, being a, a fun, nice little experience. Yeah. Play it. It's good. It's on everything. So 
Pizza Possum. Fun little dude. Look at that. Look at that. He's got the key with him. Uh, I love the soundtrack, by the way. The soundtrack is something that I was really surprised with because you can never um, never tell what the soundtrack of these games is, is going to be, but they, they did a really good job. Yeah. Again, I loved uh, scaring off the dogs when you get... Uh, there's different things you can do to scare off the dogs. There's like things you can throw to get like the dog bone you could throw it to try to get them all to run over to one spot so yeah it's it's cool pizza possum check it out check it out last but not least is uh yeah untitled possum game um i was offered uh, so my daughter's getting into dnd and i'm an artist and she's an artist so as those things start to come together <clears throat> I look for ways to engage with. I'm not a I'm not a big D and D guy. I have to find a group of folks that are into it to get start playing. But as uh, things um, when that the sort of Venn diagram start to work together, I get very interested. So I was notified of this: the Dungeon Meister Goblin Quest. It's a coloring book. Uh, it says follow along with and color this all new RPG fantasy adventure. Oh man, sorry, the blur is killing it. Uh. Um, essentially what it is, is let me turn off the blur on this thing because it, I'm sure it's annoying, annoying y'all. Um, essentially what it is, is a bam. There we go. It's a, uh, 40 plus pages of heroes, monsters, dungeons, taverns, and more. There's a story like the, there's, there's a story in this and a quest. This build is having a quest to, that you're going to play. Um, you roll, there's, you know, got a little simple little story, but uh, uh, you roll for different encounters right here and all that kind of stuff. Just kind of basic. So it's, it's almost like a choose your own, a real simple choose your own adventure um, with the goal of, you know, you roll and then you can kind of follow the story to go to the next, the next location and, and, and go from there. Um, the... You know, some of the, the cool coloring aspect of it. I'm sorry. Again, show and tell. The coloring aspect of it is I'm going to talk about this, this potion one, right? So you you roll the die and uh, whatever number you get, you, oh, that's the potion. I got a color. And there's there's potions somewhere. And every time you come across a potion, um, here, I'll get to this one page that shows a potion. I'm going to show you. Every time you get to a potion, you color it in. And uh, that is the... I can find that potion. Where is it? There it is. Here's it. Snake oils and more. Um, bam. You color the potion or a potion in under that. And then you can use that potion in your quest. Seems like a cool idea. Right now you're you're actually interacting with color in the book. So if I roll the red, then I can use something. If I roll um, something else, you know, if it says uh, uh, I go to a uh, city, you know, there's a, a roving pirates are out for trouble. Cool. Here's the King's Road. Here's the, the tavern. So you roll something here. It says there's a fight at the tavern. So you probably want to color the tavern in. That way you know where you are. Um, neat idea, just not executed well. I It says that, um, you know, take your campaigns and conquests to another level with a new spin on tabletop play. Run your own small campaign by just using this book. It's like, oh, you know, there's no... There's no DM needed. It's just just you roll and you play along and you color stuff in and that affects your story. Um, 
there's a lot missing in this, unfortunately. And I, I when I first first got the book, I thought, okay, I'm kind of interested because I'd love to color certain things. You know, I get to a certain page, roll the die, and it says color. You know, let's say everything that's red on this page is an enemy. I'm, you know, I'm kind of spitballing here. Um, an enemy, you know, the red enemies are this much damage and so on and so forth. Um, it shows a each chapter kind of starts with a table. And then it shows the map of the area. And then you're, you know, actually, let me rephrase that. Right before that page, there's a story. So you get, like, here's the party. You're meeting the party. The party's called up. All that stuff is here. The problem is all your information for that chapter is on this page. So as you go forward, it's just a bunch of images. Sorry, I'm doing a whole lucky thing. Images that you have to color in. And a blank page, and blank page, image, blank page, image, blank page, image, image, image. There's nothing on these pages to actually tell me what to do, right? So it's it's not like you can actually run a um, campaign just using this if you're not a DM already, if you're not a good DM, because ideally what I would have loved to see is the notes about the story on each of these pages each of these pages, like a section at the bottom. You don't need to have an image as big. Maybe maybe they're, maybe part of the story is up here that says you come to a tavern and, uh, you know, your party has to either uh, fight or calm the, 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 the battle that's already had, the, the bar fight that's already happening. Roll this and then color this in. And depending on how many you color or whatever, I think there, there are ways to actually make this interactive and replayable but they don't do it, you know? And so um, it's, again, it, it just ends up being a coloring book at, at that. And it's not a fun, not really a fun encounter uh, because your stuff is only on one page. You read this and you're like, okay, where is the actual like interactive aspect of it? Yeah, cool. There's, again, there's the cool rewards for the potions, but I it, the pages don't tell me what to do with those. So, um, great uh, artwork. Uh, I, I mean, I, could, I actually could see myself coloring a lot of these things in, um, but I was hoping that these would be interactive. So, damn, you know, I'll just kind of post it there. I was hoping to be more interactive. It's not, it doesn't feel interactive at all. And I think you can with color, with drawing, with sketching and with the storytelling aspects it could have been done in a different way that actually makes this an interactive book like we've seen those puzzle books that are like mazes and you roll and it's the it's the book of mazes but you roll dice to play the mazes in a specific way to move left this many times move right i could see something like that with a coloring book which could be really cool it's like you roll the die and you have to color this many things in red and then if where those red ones are located, something else happens, but all that has to be laid out. So it's not. And so it ends up just being a coloring book, unfortunately. Yeah, I can't I can't recommend it. It's nice artwork, but if I guess if you're into D&D &D or this time frame, you know, or this uh, time frame, this, uh, this type of world, the fantasy world, you can color it. But again, it's coloring page, blank page, coloring page, blank page. And it's, it's, it's a blank page. That's it. Thank you for checking out this week's podcast. I'm going to go finish watching my Lions game. They're still winning, I hope. Uh, and 
I'll see you all. You can follow me at, at Dolly Demofsky everywhere. Just go to the SideQuesting Discord, sidequesting.com. Find the Discord in this post on YouTube, on Twitch, and uh, you'll see the rest of us in there. And uh, people want to want to back from I come back on, the, so I leave this Saturday, I come back the following Saturday. So I'm only gone for, for a week, but uh, the flights are long. I got my Switch with me. Uh, because uh, I'll be playing on the plane and really annoying people when I turn the brightness up on that OLED really high. Uh, but I've loaded it up with uh, with a couple games and I'm ready to go. That being said, I'll see you in the next episode of The Side Quest. Some choices kill my